everybody. Welcome back to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. Thanks for joining us on this Thursday. Uh, we are officially in September, which means the Book of Boba Fett is technically three months from now, which is crazy. Absolutely crazy. And then from there, uh, it's going to kick off just this bevy of Star Wars content in 2022, including Celebration, a lot of stuff. So we're, uh, we're getting very excited over here in TRB, but thanks for joining us. Uh, here where today we're going to talk a little bit about one of those upcoming Disney Plus series. Probably not going to be out in 2022, but it's coming and it's the Ahsoka series. We're going to talk about uh, is the meeting finally going to happen? Are we going to see Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka face to face? And is that going to happen in the live action Star Wars Disney Plus show? Holy cow. What a time to be a Star Wars fan. With me as always, Lacey Gillerin, James Bainey. Uh, what's going on? How you guys doing? September, fall time. Uh, I know Lacey's a big uh, fall person. I am. So are you? Uh, are you excited? And uh, do you do you clean your own leaves, or or does Matt do it, or do you guys have a guy come? We got a guy. You got a guy. I figure because you don't even do your own lawn. Who's your right? leaf guy? <laughs> we do. We have a landscaper. Yeah. So big there time, are some big time Gillerin. That, no, there are some things in life that people decide to use their, you know, their life energy and value on. And about <laughs> I would say four or five years ago, I was at a conference for work and I got a phone call from Matt and he was like, So this guy wants to do our lawn for this much. He does all the houses on the street. Can we please do this? <laughs> and then and the desperation in his voice was like, Yes, we can do it. It's fine. <laughs> He just right the way he sees it is like you know he he owns his own business he works from home and every hour or minute he's spending outside mowing the lawn is moments that he's not spending working so we made the trade off it's not too bad yeah. we, you know we budget for it accordingly but um it's one of those things that's you know marriage is about compromise and he did he really wanted this so I said yeah it makes sense as for fall. I want to thank everybody out there that's been tagging me in fall drink things like Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes that everyone, which I was like, I don't know if I should be flattered because it's so wonderful or like, oh, Lacey's basic let's tag her and all these things. But I will take I think both. it's dumb to call people basic over things that are just good. Just good. Like, yeah. Oh, you like hot chocolate chocolate? basic like, no i'm just laughing at like the I white girl like basic thing because pumpkin spice lattes but i get it look i accept that title because pumpkin stuff apple things are absolutely delicious i already have uh lit my apple cider candles in my house so my house oh, smells lit. like apple cider that is lit you're right oh. uh, <laughs> so it smells like apple cider and i'm that freak that will go into home goods and buy them all up so when you see that girl mm. that has the cart with like 12 apple cider candles or like digs through the whole display, that's me. You're welcome. Have you ever had the uh, the cider donut holes from Blue Jay Orchards? No, but I've had them from Stu Leonard's. I actually oh live God. very close to Blue Jay Orchards. Like yeah, really. go there, get those this fall, and you're going to be an even bigger fall person. I'm just saying. I, you know what's really um, funny? I actually have never been apple picking. Ever. Oh, you gotta go! You gotta Ever. go! I've never been. Yeah, I've never been. All right, let's do it. Patreon. Let's go. Oh my! <laughs> I went orange picking once. Oh, that sounds fun. Just because it's—I've never heard of someone going orange picking. I always because we no, northeast, it's always apple picking. Yeah. Mm. Pumpkin picking, it, apple apple picking. Yeah. 
I've James, been you pumpkin a- picking, I guess, but not really pumpkin picking. More like they have a pile of pumpkins. <laughs> they throw them in a <laughs> you know field I mean? and then make and you go get have it. <laughs> sharpie numbers on them that say the price. And I'm like, I'm yeah, done you're that. Not cutting, you're not cutting vines. That's my no, favorite. They're yeah. like, it's picking, and you're like, well, it's really I'm paying you to do the work to go get it. <laughs> yeah, picking as in like I'll have that one. <laughs> Um, James, are you are you a fall guy? Is like is fall oh, yeah. one of your favorite seasons? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I I I like. I know you're the huge weather. into football, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Yep. I uh, no, it's funny, man. I I was in marching band, and it wasn't even to like a month Me into too. the season Matt that was I was in marching like, band. He talks about oh, we're like playing for the football games. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like I literally, I just had like zero clue what was going on. I was not paying any attention to what was happening on the fields or whatever. Um, Amazing. But no, I, I definitely like fall cause um, I like fire and I like the, the weather temperature, you know, as far as oh, like grabbing a hoodie. weather is my favorite yeah, weather. Stuff like that. Um, I definitely love s'mores and, you ever see that meme? Oh it's yeah, what? with the boots. With all the girls, Neen- they're all wearing oh, yeah. the boots black vests. With the vests, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's on solo season. It's true. Um, but you know what though? Uh, I do agree with you about the fire piss and stuff, James. I do like doing that. Um, but fall to me now, oh, kind of feels like Star Wars season because that's when they've been putting everything out, except Solo, of course, which is a big mistake. But yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. It just, it falls for me. Fall is star Wars season. I don't know why that is. Maybe that's, uh, I mean, we're getting visions the, at the end of this month. We're getting when all the, tra- the, the big trailers Lego would come out for the movies. Yeah. It's at least yeah. when it starts. Cause I would, I think of it as winter, you know, I think of that oh, okay. as like December, yeah. like the Christmas Holiday season time, yeah. is when, yeah, but, yeah. but it is a good point because it's that it's the, like when black Friday hits, um that's right around the thanksgiving time that's when you see a lot of the final trailers and things like that uh when everybody's talking that's about baby time for me during the games yeah oh yeah. yes this is gonna be a big fall for you it is i hope you don't fall big <laughs> well i hope not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. true that, that word has that word has more than one meaning yes mm. yeah um all right Didn't james trip you guys uh, up Oh, it's okay. No. Oh, I get it. Oh, I see what oh, you did there. Oh, James. <laughs> I thought you were being genuine. I was like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Where's my pumpkin spice latte? the reaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, that's so sincere. Thanks, buddy. Oh. Yeah. James is never sincere. I hate sincere. getting tripped up when I'm trying to, yeah, do this. But, um, all right, James, we have, uh, we have to get into the show here right so uh mm-hmm. let's let's waste not want not let's hop in i fear nothing for all this as the force wills it we're doing will the force this week but i do want to take a second really quick and say that if you like the pod and support what we do here please consider becoming a patron of trb just go to patreon.com resistance broadcast and take a look at the tiers which start at just two dollars Uh, The support we get from Patreon allows the three of us to keep making high-quality podcasts twice a week and sometimes even more. In addition to everything else we do, there's live streams, we attend events on occasion, we design merchandise, create bonus videos, etc., etc., etc. There's so much there. Uh, It also secures the future of the podcast and allows us to continue to grow. So if you want to, if you are able to, please support us 
Thank you. It means a lot. This Thank week you we much. are kicking off Will of the Force with a patron submission. This one specifically coming from the tippity top spice runner, oh. Ryan Wara. <laughs> Ryan wanted to know will we see more of Ben Solo and his fall to the dark side and rise in the first order outside of a comic or novel? Is there any chance outside of a comic or novel that we're getting more Ben Solo? Is the basic there, uh, Lacey? Since you are basic, apparently, <laughs> I thought you were going to say because you love Ben Solo. But yes, I am both of those things. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, what What are your thoughts on uh, Ryan's question here? I'm Ben Solo basic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Ryan, I like to think that you asked this question for me. Like I, I see you. I see you, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um. But the thing is, is that you're hurting me in such a way because my answer is not one that I want to give, um, which is I don't think we will, not in the immediate future. I think Ben Solo sadly perished <laughs> in The Rise of Skywalker. Um, and then they did do the comic run with Charles Soule. Um, I think that was the, hey, you want to know more about Ben Solo? Here you go. And I think that they're going to kind of stay away from that character for a little bit, as we've seen with a lot of the sequel trilogy characters, just because that just ended recently. Um, I am on the side of give me more of that. I loved the sequel trilogy. I love those characters. I want to know more. Um, but yeah, I don't think we're going to see that anytime soon. Um, but again, I'm the person that wished he didn't die to begin with. So thanks, Ryan. John, do you have any <laughs> do you have any thoughts on Ben Solo showing up outside of a comic or novel? Um, a, a few different things are leaning me to one path, and that is an animated series. Um, one of which being Mark Hamill is an excellent voice actor. Uh, he's done a lot of animated voice acting. Uh, tipped off like at the top shelf by his joker yeah from he's the Batman best joker series um yeah his laugh is just unmatched um but also thinking you know i said a few things were pointing me in this direction the other one being just lucasfilm animation you know filoni is clearly um promoted and and not at the helm anymore uh, in terms of what the future of the uh, animated shows is it seems like that there's a transition like with bad batch where you know he's still a creator did the first episode kind of like a handing of the baton to um the the rest of the crew i forgive me that i forgot the showrunners names but you, you get my point um eventually we have to move away from that storytelling with the clones and that sort of thing and you know we have bad batch season two coming who knows how long that goes there's there needs to be more star wars animation we have visions i don't know if that's going to be a recurring thing it looks like they have the nine shorts uh uh, individual stories for that. I don't know if that's a special thing or they're going to keep that going, but that's not canon. In terms of canon, Star Wars animated storytelling, we don't know what, what they're going to do. There's been a lot of talk about how come they're not exploring the time between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. This would be a perfect opportunity to do that. I don't know whether you're going to get Adam Driver to voice um, Ben Solo. I doubt it. But you can get Mark Hamill to play Luke Skywalker, and a lot of people would really love that. And I think it'd be a good way to tell that story of him training Ben and us getting that that sort of like how we got another vantage point of Obi-Wan and Anakin with the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. You can do that with these two in an animated series, and I think that'd be a compelling watch for a lot of people, 
even if Adam Driver's not involved. Um, and you can, you know, get someone in to play Leia, and you can maybe get a little more of Luke and Leia that people were missing in the sequel trilogy. Uh, maybe even a little Han, you know what I'm saying? So I think that could be a very compelling idea for an animated series. Uh, it doesn't have to be seven seasons or anything like that, but even if it's a one special season or two, pop that on Disney+, Plus. I think everyone's watching that thing. Yeah, John... <clears throat> I don't know if you remember, but like I came up with that idea like a long time ago. Oh, got, I just I just took it. Yeah, I just well, took it. Well, I remember that is, because like, I had said that I didn't want it. <laughs> I I've that. I've somewhat abandoned the idea as far yeah. as like I the logic of I think they're going to do that. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. This also was pre the Mandalorian and bringing Mark Hamill back and you know having oh, him okay. be so involved. Now that uh, I was kind of like, well, you know. For instance, I think I think this might have even been discussed, you know, around The Last Jedi, which was around the time where you're like, well, Mark's maybe not on the best terms mm-hmm. right now. So um, but the oh, animated okay. thing, like if if uh, they end up doing it, I think that that is the best way to do it. Um, the the other option I would think here would probably be a video game. I think that they could oh, go yeah, down that point. route with a yeah with a video game because mm-hmm. you could have um his rise and fall you could have multiple you know you could tell that story and really flush it out in a video game setting you could bring in new characters you could even maybe play as ben solo and you know have him like i love that make I didn't choices even think that. and things yeah you could go through that process if they really wanted to do it i still think that in the near future neither one of those things happens though unfortunately um i think both of them are good ideas but uh and probably the best way to handle that era between him because adam driver is the age that he's the age that he is the star that he is you know what i mean there's a lot going into that it's going to be hard to tell it but it is a property that they probably should tap into you know it's like if we make this character and do more content with this character it will sell so it makes sense i just don't know maybe they got something better on their minds you know maybe they got something else or they have or they have a little reservations as to how riled up certain people get over that character i don't know if they want to rip that band-aid off again you know what i mean or that scab off i mean the thing is is like they could like say they're wanting to do uh either one of these they can get adam driver years down the line to voice the character like he's going to be around for a very long time the mark hamill thing is he's an old older person you know so it's like it's hard to tell but i think if they really wanted to do this project they can kind of play it by ear if he does happen to pass in in some time it's not the end of the world. You can still have somebody do the voice and you could still move forward with that project. But while the way that it is right now, it probably makes the most sense that we'll just wait it out. Let Mark do his live action stuff and all this. There's, there's a lot going on with him right now in star Wars. So we'll yeah. hold off on this project. And when we want to reinvigorate the ideas behind uh, like an episode 10 or Disney plus stories revolving around those characters. When we want to bust that sequel trilogy up again, that's probably when uh, they might do something along those lines. Uh, moving on to the next question. Alan Tudyk said he is not in it, but will K2SO be a surprise reveal in the final episode of season one of Andor? John, what do you think? 
Lacey, like, what do you think? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's like it's like what's a Christina Aguilera line? Like my my body says yes, but my heart says no, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm gonna say no. Uh, I'd be pleasant, pleasantly surprised, but I, I kind of believe what he said. So I don't know that he was pulling the wool over her eyes. I, I'm just gonna say I don't think so. <laughs> it, it's it's my body saying let's go, but my heart is oh. saying no. <laughs> That's well what it was. done, James. Pulling yeah. those lyrics isn't that genie in a bottle? Uh, it is. No. Well, d- yes, is it? It is. yes, it is. Yes, it, it is. is. Well done. Yeah, it is. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> Forget who are you? Let's do lyrics with James. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Lacey, what are what are your thoughts on Christina Aguilera? As John said it, that is one of the best things you've ever done on this show. Um, <laughs> I I have to agree with John. I don't think it will happen. Um, I think that when he did talk about it about how he wasn't going to be in season one there was disappointment there like you could hear in his voice that he was like well it's not really happening and that you know i just flash back to d23 where they brought him out on stage like that must have been super disappointing for him he loves that character he made that character and we've heard from john Knoll about how because he's so good at uh improving in comedy that made k2so who he is um Mm-hmm. So it is. That was what, and I know James, you felt this way too. Like that was one of the biggest things I was looking forward to with Andor was K two S. Yeah, it was kind of kind of surprising when. Yeah, so back. I don't think he's <clears throat> lying. I don't think he's pulling a Liam Neeson, being like, "I don't know, guys." <laughs> like I think right. he is genuinely like, "Don't look forward to like I'm not in it." Um, mm-hmm. but I I can't wait to see him in the next season. <laughs> so. So my thought is, and I actually hadn't really thought too much about it until this question came up, but I'm actually going to disagree with you guys, and I think he is going to be a surprise reveal. Oh, wow. Okay. And the reason reason I think this might actually happen is because, number one, Alec Tunic, Alan Tudyk is a funny guy. He is. I think he would enjoy the bit and he would enjoy playing the like, I'm not in it kind of thing. Oh, wait, hold on. Um, Before you get into this, do you think mm-hmm. Disney would get mad at people if they said they weren't in something when they were? Like, you know how they would get mad, obviously, if you leaked something or spoiled something where you're like, yeah, I'm in it. And then they're like, oh, why'd you say? Do you think they could uh... get a call the other direction? Like where this is a situation where they announced he was in it. They were like, he's coming back. He's in the role. And then he's like, nah, His I'm not in it. His manager might. But I'm just wondering like, dude, if Disney I would have the reaction of like, why would you do that? <laughs> well, look, here's the thing is, I, I think that he was, I think that the m- large majority of the story is true. That he sure. was involved heavily from the beginning. They announced him and then something changed and now he is not heavily involved. Sure. But I think that if you... If you can under promise, which is he's not in the show and over deliver surprise appearance at the end, oh my God, I love then it. you already have the audience thinking he's not in it. And when he shows up at the end, it's it's a big surprise. Gotcha. However, if they kept <laughs> to the wording of 
ah, we had a bunch of script changes and things, but he's still in it. So let's not say he's not in it. Mm. And then he's only in the show for that last episode in the just in the little fi- final bit. Then it will feel like disappointment. We got lied to. Yes. Yeah, you're right. That You're totally he was right. supposed to be in it and you sold us on he was in it and he's technically in it, but it, what a ripoff. Right. So I think they just leaned in. We kind of rewrote it. He's not in it, but then they will wink and show us the end season two coming soon. Well, and K2 is back. Boom. I as, final I, episode uh, surprise. as I understand it, they couldn't meet his uh, cost to, to come into season one. He's probably got a high price tag. And I actually have a quote here from Alan Tudyk that <laughs> he apparently said to Disney uh, to, as to, you know, if you you know you want to get me the show, he, he said, if you want to be with me, baby, there's a price to pay. And that's what he said. And they couldn't pay. Is that really I, I why you were looking at your phone the whole time and not listening to James' excellent point? I was not looking at my phone once. My phone's over there. Why James is trying to get his point. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to go with like K2S Mo money or yeah. something like that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, no, I, what that is, that I, that is none of that was true about the uh, the beginning where, as you understand, it was the money thing, no. right? Okay, no, 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 I was no, going to no. say, He's I was joking. like, because you could definitely say, you know, well, we'll just do like one shot at the end of price tag or whatever. Yeah, they had they enough money to pay him to play Steve the Pirate, but Disney doesn't have enough <laughs> yeah, money to yeah, yeah. Play Imagine K2. if they I said like, like he'll really return in me. season K2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, just bold the two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be good. But no, um, I... I imagine you guys said no, I said yes, but I imagine we would all be surprised and very happy if he did show up at the end oh, of yeah. season one, so we'll move on from that question. Um, the next one is, will Lucasfilm... Conf- what if it... What if, like, a script leaks and it's like, and Cassie meets up with his droid friend, Plo Koon? <laughs> yeah. That's the new, that's the new just fill in. It's like... The, it's always just Plo Koon. It's like The Office was with Dwigged. Yeah. Dwigged, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, oh man! All right. The next question is: Will Lucasfilm confirm Donald Glover is returning as Lando for the Lando series before the end of 2021? Lacey, you're going first on this one. Any thoughts on the confirmation of Donald Glover returning as Lando? This is a great question because honestly, I've forgotten about the Lando series because they haven't conver- confirmed him. And that mm-hmm. day when they announced it, the Investor Day last year, when they were like, "Oh, we're doing this," everyone was like, "Wow!" And they're like more details soon and you're like okay but who's in it and like billy d uh billy d was retweeting it and stuff but you're like but they didn't confirm him or donald glover i'm gonna say they will confirm him before the end of the year and i think they're gonna confirm him probably on that disney plus day i think that's gonna be be awesome i think that's Mm, gonna be the update they give because we kind of joked a little bit or kind of said that hey some of the star wars updates will be new stuff but they'll also just be giving updates on current projects i think that's an update that they could give that fans would be excited about can't wait to watch uh, disney plus day and have my heart ripped out of my chest again but will (laughs) maybe you'll get k2 season k <laughs> that's yeah. that's the dream well john do you dream. think you're getting donald glover returning as lando before the end of the year i mean Lacey makes a great point about the disney plus day i think they do need to reveal more details about existing projects and n- announce new projects instead of just saying like hey just a reminder the ahsoka series is coming <laughs> um so at that 
I was going to say no, but does she? you are swaying me a little bit, but I'm still saying that I don't think happens. we're going to get that confirmation. Never happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I think, I, I don't know, guys. I, I don't have a good feeling about this series. Like, I'm almost under the impression that they announced it to make it seem like it's a Donald Glover live action series, and it's not. I, I could agree with that. I totally agree with that statement, actually. I think there's something fishy about the fact that they didn't announce it with, with Donald, him. yeah. Or him's doing yeah. it. Imagine him walking out next to her to announce it. You'd have been like, oh, I'm in. Yeah, and I also kind of get the impression, too, that, that the Investor Day thing was a Disney forcing their hand on Lucasfilm. Yes. Like, if Lucasfilm had their own say in things, they would not have announced all that stuff. Nope. Uh, they would have kept it close to the chest. We said that, too, because we felt like it was like Marvel had all these announcements and Disney was like, well, Lucasfilm. And they're like, ah, ah, <laughs> and going it, through the as notebook. Much as, <laughs> as much as you say they need a little something extra to say other than just a reminder the Ahsoka series is coming, <laughs> when has that ever stopped Disney? That's all they're going to say. We we are three months from Book of Boba Fett and we have nothing towards it. We probably won't even get a look at it at all until mm. about a month before the show exists. Mm. So casting Donald Glover this far in advance or, or give, giving an update on a show that seemingly is like 2023 or mm. possibly even beyond that, I think no, no chance that it gets... Uh, I can see that because they have so uh, much coming in the update, next that specific yeah. update. Yeah. There's so much coming in the next year. Like they don't need to. I get that. Yep. Yep. Um, last one here for will of the force is, will we see Luke Skywalker in another live action lightsaber duel? Um, John, you actually uh, came up with the discussion this week and I could see how you alluded to it. What are your thoughts on this? Um, I'm going to say yes. I think I think we are going to see in a in the midst of some initial confusion, Ahsoka and Luke clashing lightsabers. Because why the hell not? And I know a lot of fans apparently over the weekend. Uh, I don't really go on social media on the weekends, but apparently a lot of people were like having actual fights about which character would win, uh, which two fictional characters would win. Um, but I think that'd be pretty cool. And if they're able to bring Luke back. And you know, we saw him work his lightsaber in Mando, and that was cool. Give give the guy one more round. Let 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 Mark Hamill clash some sabers with somebody one more time. Why not, right? And it would be pretty damn cool if it was him and Ahsoka, uh, without realizing who was who, and you know, there's heightened, uh, you know, a curiosity of who this person is or something like that, and then they realize. Wait, you're 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 that you're you're his son, you know, or something like that. So, I think that'd be kind of cool. So, I'm going to say I'm going to say yes just out of let's do it. Why not? Throwing it into the universe. Lacey, what are your thoughts? I'm going to say yes, but I'm not going to say why cuz we're just going to talk about it right after this. That's a that's a good point. <laughs> um <clears throat> and I'm actually going to say no. Um I think just a little bit on the side of potentially kind of how uh, Andrew Staley's Padres last was like using him too much. Um, Great point. I'm a little scared the, of the possibility that if they really focus on that meeting up too much, it has a potential to kind of pull away from the Mandalorian as That's that it, it is their show. Um, but 
I don't know. It's hard to say because <laughs> a lightsaber duel or a quick little clashing of sabers is not that not it doesn't have to be crazy. So, but but yeah. I'm gonna go with no. I think they're gonna focus on using him very sparingly and not trying to give him too much of a highlight. All right. That's Pretty it for good. Will of the Force then. Uh, John, right. uh, we can just move right into the discussion. Obi-Wan once thought as you do. Yeah, so the discussion, as we said at the top, why Luke Skywalker should appear in the Ahsoka series, or maybe why why he shouldn't, I don't know. But uh, fans have been waiting for this meeting, at least, between Ahsoka and Luke Skywalker for years. Uh, is it finally going to happen? The Apprentice of Anakin Skywalker and the son of Anakin Skywalker. Uh, Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka both appeared in The Mandalorian Season 2, but they didn't cross paths. Uh, But will something finally bring them together in Ahsoka's series? So let's speculate on how Favreau and Filoni would work this from a story perspective, and also just how we think fans, including ourselves, would react to seeing that meeting take place in live-action Star Wars. So uh, I'm going to start kind of piggybacking off of what I said in the last segment about how their initial meeting could be. Maybe it could be a confrontational misunderstanding type of thing. And we get that sort of like clashing of the lightsabers standoff type of thing. Cause now it's premier top of his game, Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka Tano, uh, who's also at the top of her game. That could be a very cool introduction that way. Um, whether it's over Grogu or not, who knows, but yeah. Um, I do think this meeting needs to happen. People have been waiting for it for a while. I think there'd be this weird void uh, left if they never ended up doing it and kind of like my thoughts on while I still respect it and love it very much the Maul Kenobi done in Rebels thing uh, I think this is the opportunity to get it done on the big en- uh, enchilada here and do the live action meeting between Ahsoka and Luke I think they could be some some really uh, a compelling scene there so that that's my that's my starting point and also just the fact that ahsoka you know they they already had her connect with grogu in the mandalorian i don't think that was just because uh and then obviously luke Luke goes off with grogu so maybe this revolves around grogu and that's how we loop him back in here somehow um i'm not really sure we can maybe bounce ideas off each other but i think this is the right opportunity to to get this meeting done uh, between Ahsoka and Luke. The only thing, and I want to hear what you guys think about this, I'm actually going to throw it back to James real quick, is if this Ahsoka series is being built up that it's going to have Thrawn and Ezra and maybe Sabine, how much storytelling can they do if that's going to be this big thing uh, over hovering over the the story here? So I don't know. It's, I'm actually very unsure about how they're going to do it, but I, I know I, I think they should do it in live action. So James... Uh, what do you think on that in general? And my my question to you is, do you think that whole Rebel sequel element of it makes it less likely that we're going to see Luke and Ahsoka? The interesting thing to me is coming at it from the angle of why Luke Skywalker should appear in the Ahsoka series. Because when I think about this confrontation happening, I actually think of it as happening in The Mandalorian because it involves Grogu. Um, oh. hmm. So that's kind of where my perspective on will we see Luke Skywalker in another live action lightsaber duel comes from is I'm thinking having these two characters show up and really make this big impact in the middle of Mandalorian story is great and cool. But if it gets too wild, then you really start pulling away from um, all that stuff like Ahsoka showing up was was good, but 
when I think of that episode, I still think of Mandalorian in the city, you know, doing his whole thing and going yeah. through the whole process of trying to hunt her down and all that other stuff. I still think of all that. Um, it definitely starts to get a little more interesting when you start to consider how many other places uh, that that event could happen, including the Ahsoka series. But if I had to choose, I still think this probably likely happens in the Mandalorian, mostly because of what you're proposing, that the Ahsoka series to me is going to be after she gets a good lead and goes off to do that thing. That's mm-hmm. what that show's going to be about. She's going to be over here. And right now, it seems like, unless they want to wait like a long time down the road, maybe they want to wait till that big crossover event that happens where all the characters are showing up or whatever. That could be an opportunity to do this. But I feel like with that's another like Avengers style thing where like all these things are going on to yeah. have that meeting take place there might be a little strange too. But I just have always pictured this in my head as when inevitably Luke meets back up with the Mandalorian, Ahsoka would also be there somehow in, in some way, shape or form she would be around. And I, I picture it with the campfire and all this stuff and he's mm-hmm. in the shade. Um, there's obviously tons of fan art, but the one that always sticks out to me is like them. There's like a, a, a piece where Ahsoka is, in her hood and she's holding up a hologram of young Anakin and like Luke and Leia and Leia's like holding like a baby and they're all standing there like in the Falcon cockpit and they're all smiling. Yeah. It's like, it's crazy. Like it just, it's so real to me that this is probably the two biggest characters who have never met who absolutely need to meet, um, for so many reasons. And, Mm -hmm. There's no way that it doesn't happen in live action in my head. I just, yeah. yep. Like, all no, right, that's interesting. Like, there's things going on in the galaxy, but really, nothing's going on. The Empire was kind of defeated at this period. Nothing happens really until the Force Order comes up. It's just like there's no reason that these two Jedi or former Jedi or however you want to refer to them haven't, at some point, being so close to the rebellion and everything, have you know, met. So it's just, right. it, it has right, to so, happen. It has to happen. So you, yeah, you're saying it has to happen, but maybe not in her series. So Lacey, uh, what, what do you, what do you think? What do you, what's your take on this? Uh, do, do you want, uh, do you want the meeting to, is it like, it's gotta be live action kind of like how we're both saying. And do you think, uh, the Ahsoka series is the one, or do you, are you with James where maybe it's somewhere else? Like where you have with this whole thing? So I don't know if I'm with James that it has to be something else. I understand that there's so much going on or so much being built up for the Ahsoka series with all these characters that you're like, how many characters are they going to throw in here? Kind of like Mandalorian season two, where you're like, how many more appearances are there going to be? But I know years ago, James said that I'm pretty sure it was probably right after, maybe it was last year, right after they they announced the Ahsoka series, that James was definitely like, this is the, this is it, guys. This is the opportunity that they could bring these two characters together. Because every time uh, yeah, we, so maybe I've kind of changed my mind, but the I, no, but showing because, up of him in the show now. Right, because years prior, we had had questions of like, what two characters should meet up? And you have always yeah. said, Luke and Ahsoka, I can't believe they haven't met yet. And they hint at things in the comics. And you're like, does this mean it's finally going to happen? So when the Ahsoka series got announced, that was your first reaction of being like, it could happen. So yeah. um, do I think it will happen in Ahsoka? 
I think it will. I absolutely do. I th- I think the we had a really good conversation about this. If you guys haven't heard it yet on the Mando Fan Show for the gallery episode for the season two finale that we had last week. Um, definitely go head over to our pod feeds and on YouTube to hear it. But we have a really good discussion about Luke and how John made a great point of they don't necessarily say this is it for Luke. They just say, hey, this is how we did it. And isn't that cool? Mm. We can bring Luke back. But there was no definitive answer of like, this is the end of us seeing Luke or this is the last time we're going to see Luke, which leaves it wide open that we're going to see him again. Um, And I think we all agreed on that. Um, So I think with James's opinion of how they should both meet and John's opinion, how they're obviously going to bring him back again. I think if you combine those things in the perfect kind of Star Wars sandwich, it makes sense that it would be in this series because... They're two characters that have the have this strong connection with Anakin Skywalker. Um, and they're both, like John said, in their their prime. And you have Filoni talking about how Ahsoka is his senior and she's more skilled at fighting than him. And they have mm-hmm. two very different fighting styles. Like what cooler way to show that off and to show the difference between the two time periods of Jedi than having them have this weird kind of interaction where they're like fighting at first, but then they're like, hey, wait a second. Um, it, it would just be really cool. And I know that's similar to what the Mandalorian and Ahsoka had. So you're like, oh, I don't want to see that again. But I think it's a little different when it's Luke Skywalker. Um, and L- James has said it before, but like, these two characters really do need to meet. It's kind of silly that they haven't yet. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of crazy because they're just so connected in this way. Um, but yeah, I totally think they will. And you know what? Like Mando kind of did this maybe too much where people were like, all right, so this is like a adventure of the week thing or whatever. But sure, you could... You could. I don't know how many episodes Ahsoka is going to be. I believe they said it's a limited series, though, if I remember correctly. Um, well, I think because she well, already knows Grogu, it would be interesting to bring Grogu back into it, and she'd be like, "Oh, yeah. I know you, little one." And then there's Luke, right? You know, like right. that's so, the connection there already, too. Outside of obviously Anakin Skywalker, but yeah, like so you could do a like let's break up the t- the the season and have Luke and Ahsoka meet. And that meaning can't be because of all of the history and all the things we're bringing up on things that they can talk about, that we can witness that conversation uh, like a fly on the wall. Like what bigger conversation do you want to be a fly on the wall between Star Wars characters than Ahsoka Tano meeting Luke Skywalker? Right. And you want it's like, you know, like when if you like I know we're doing a podcast, but if you're listening to a podcast or you're listening to an interview on a radio show or wherever and you're like, man, I hope they ask this. I really hope <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. that's that's what you want out of that conversation. You're like, man, are they going to talk about how they both fought him as Vader? Are they both going to talk about like what he was like? Is he going to ask her what he was like when he was younger? Like, what was my father? You know, because he asked Obi-Wan that and Obi-Wan, you know, kind of gave him the runaround a little bit. Right. But so there's just so many things they could talk about and seeing that realized and being like, Oh, wow. Ahsoka just mentioned that. I remember seeing that in the Clone Wars or, you know what I'm saying? There's so much that they can do with that conversation. And two different types of fans. You have prequel kind of Clone Wars-y fans and original trilogy fans and you're putting them together. Yes, that's a a great point. So I I feel like because it's uh, this thing that has been built up for so long because they both had these different paths that rooted from Anakin Skywalker, you almost feel like they have to dedicate almost an entire episode to it 
where they're talking and I'm not saying like literally yeah. just talking for a full episode, but it has to be a lengthy exchange. Two different ideas be- too. You have to remember, I want to hear James talk about this, but they're two different yeah. Jedis with two different opinions of the Jedi. You have, yeah, you have right. uh, Luke who's kind of just like, I love the Jedi. I'm bringing the Jedi back. Like, Oh, I've learned, I'm learning so much. I want to learn everything there is to know. And then you have Ahsoka and the Mandalorian who's just like, nah, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm not getting involved well, in that stuff. Right. Sure. Here, okay, so here's some interesting thoughts. Number one, uh, Ahsoka has a definitely a jaded view of of the. Right. It's Luke Jedi. from the Last right Jedi, now, basically. Well, that's kind of what I'm getting yeah. at. There's a good potential that because she has such a jaded understanding of the Jedi, and he, when you know, he first decides he wants to be a Jedi, and we're going through the original trilogy, even by the end of Return of the Jedi. He seems to be very optimistic on this religion, on this idea of it. Right. But when we get to Last Jedi, he kind of explains it. And, you know, this goes into Ryan Johnson and every sort of Last Jedi defender is you can be excited about a new idea or a new thing that you're going to do. And the more you learn about it, you're like, I'm sticking to this, but maybe it's not as great as I thought it was. You know, Hmm. there's a lot of rough history that comes with the Jedi and maybe they weren't always, maybe they're not necessarily a good thing for the, for the galaxy as a religion, as whatever. And part of that could be meeting Ahsoka and saying, you know, I, I was just like you, Luke, I learned so much and I was very optimistic around the Jedi, but then this type of mentality really messed with things and it caused a bunch of problems. And I saw it firsthand. That's why I don't call myself a Jedi anymore. The force is not the problem, but the religion of the Jedi, this group, Mm -hmm. this name, that's a problem. Um, It's funny you say that that because like in the last Jedi, when I, and this is my own personal kind of issues with it is like, I always felt like, oh, I don't know how Luke got to this point. And I think that was kind of something I was grappling with even when The Last Jedi mm-hmm. came out. But then to see it reflected in Ahsoka in live action where she's basically saying the same thing back to the Mandalorian, I was like, wait a second, this is like a thing. <laughs> like, wait, yeah, this isn't yeah. just one character. So you're making really good points. It it It's very interesting to me to also from a real world perspective, because John, you brought up the point like we want to be a fly on the wall in this conversation. This episode has to be like the whole episode is this conversation. You know, there's so many questions. It really makes me wonder what they're going to show. They have to show the confrontation. You're going to see it, but it does make me wonder if you're going to have the two of them see each other, get introduced, and then Luke say, like, we have so much to talk about, and then that be it? That's that's what you get? You know, oh, is that jeez. Yeah. Filoni, no. Don't that's do that. That's the thing. This is this is gonna be this is gonna be the hardest thing Dave Filoni has ever will written have to write yeah. to date. Because yeah. he needs to know what he should include, what he shouldn't include. And but I think he's the right person for it. Obviously for Ahsoka, but also tying Luke and Ahsoka together. Um, he may even, it wouldn't shock me if he consulted with Lucas about this. You know, like this is a big deal in the way they consulted with him about, you know, can, should we use this species, the Yoda species or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. they got his blessing for that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a conversation that he would probably, and he probably would never reveal that he did, but maybe he, he calls George Lucas up and says like, you know, we're finally doing this. 
what do you think? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. because this you is know? such a big, this is such an important thing. It is definitely going to be to to this point anyway. He has a long future ahead of him. the The most difficult thing he had he would have to write for Star Wars because uh, the impact is this, so big. This, yeah, this is like how I said, like the Kessel Run. They have to nail it, and they did. And this is like the Kenobi series. They can't mess this up. They mm-hmm. have to nail it. Mm-hmm. This is like my third one of that. Bringing back they, Boba Fett was a big deal too. Like they can't. Do, th- that yeah. is a big deal, but like this is ten times bigger than that. Like this is a. They can't mess this up, and they know that. So, and that's a lot on Filoni's shoulders. Yeah, I feel like that. That being said, like you're 100 percent right, John. I also have like this feeling that like Filoni has had it like <laughs> written down in a notebook. He's drawing his. He's drawing sketches of them fighting. Yeah. You've got to think that he's probably (laughs) considered this confrontation since Clone Wars was still in production. And it's not originally. We're not saying it's going to be always like the whole thing's going to be a confrontation. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying confrontation is like is the the two of them are um, coming face to face. Yeah, just this conversation, a meeting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but he's he's probably considerate considered it as like this huge moment that he would eventually like to tell and he's probably envisioned it and like fan scripted it in his head in a way for so long that now he he probably pitched the idea to John and said that you know I think this is this is gonna land your series man you know um mm. I, again this that goes back to the Mandalorian thing but that's where they started seeding all this is in the Mandalorian so if it happens there it happens there if it happens in Ahsoka that's fine but again I feel like Ahsoka is going to lean heavily on the like rebel sequel side of it also don't forget about this there, there's been multiple people now who are saying they're confident that Mandalorian season three is going to be the last season of the Mandalorian like I a don't trilogy. know if I believe that I mean that yeah mm, makes sense but Think about that. I think They're I was one of the people that said it was only going to have three seasons. No, but I mean, really? people like, re- not, not not people guessing. I'm saying yeah. people like reporting this. Oh, or sure. I'm just saying, I think so, I was one of those people and you guys were like, really? If that's yeah. true, let's just for, for argument's sake, say that they're ending it after season three. They want to go out on a high note, right? Fine. Yeah. Forever wants to go do other stuff. Yeah. I get it. Whatever. They start filming this this month for Mandalorian. We're, and like we said, we're expecting it to come out next fall of 2022. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka's not coming out next year. They can do whatever they have to do in the Mandalorian season three that will go into what happens in Ahsoka. Where right. Ahsoka's gonna happen after Mandalorian's done. And the crossover and that, happens after that. So maybe yeah. Grogu goes with Ahsoka and becomes a part of this whole let's find Ezra thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how you keep him going. So it's interesting. There's a lot of the Mandalorian of season three being the last season is interesting to me, considering if I had to guess right now, I would say four seasons. Right. And I would yeah. say Groku is not in season three. They just oh. pull the trigger. They go through the whole thing. Oh. That's no, crazy. And everybody's like, Where's he's with Grogu? Luke. Like, yeah. and yeah. this is back to the basics. This is that Mandalorian that's like really graph or whatever. But that fourth season is when things really tie together, and they do the whole Rebels thing where. Um, that the the that four season arc is just really so right, right. strong. Yeah, yeah, and that's a, you know uh, unsubstantiated uh, stories on that, but multiple people have been I guess putting that out there. So uh, don't don't you know go telling your family members that Mandalorian's done after season three. We don't know. We're just uh, saying 
that's what's been going around mm-hmm. um but yeah so i mean i just want people i don't have too much more on this from my perspective but what? i just had this thought i was like john we know this is gonna happen because they got to keep cranking out those gallery episodes and what <laughs> no, better to yeah. do a gallery episode than uh, the, yeah, the making sure. of the season finale of uh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know the all i want is like for our listeners to really just like close your eyes and in your head just picture the fact that there's a good chance we're going to see Luke Skywalker meeting Ahsoka Tano in live action. And just, and just think about that for like, sit on that for a moment and realize that that may be a very true reality within the next year or two. And I mean, that's just Bananas. serotonin. That's serotonin yeah. right there. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a wonderful thing. I'm I'm very excited for it. Again, I still kind of picture it in the campfire setting, and I picture the two of them sitting on you opposite like, sides. Yes, fall James Danny is here. If that, <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> but I think there's I think there's a lot of free range to getting away with special effects when you have the the lighting there so they don't have to be as crazy with the budget because they can hide it they can make and and still make it look better or more realistic in the fire setting even though they 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 came out before just blunts guns blazing like pure perfect lighting you know they did that thing but i think did you almost say buns glazing uh, no i don't know what i where (laughs) i was going with it but um but the thing is like I think that they can really hide the special effects while still making it just look like hundred percent real. If they do a little bit of shadow hiding and stuff like that. Plus I think it's just a very intimate setting. It feels very Anakin's in the fire. You know what I mean? Oh, Between yeah. them kind of thing. There's like lots of symbolism with that as well. Um, but I, I have a feeling that like I was alluding to earlier, you can't really show the beginning of this conversation because everybody will get mad and you can't really show the end of the conversation either being like, man, that was a great talk, (laughs) you know, like, or or them having already like standing next to each other, already having done the conversation. So my, my thing is you're probably at some point going to get the snippet just one segment of their conversation which has to do with exactly what we were discussing and i think luke will get the final word she'll she'll say something that's along the lines of like but the jedi did this and that's why they you know it can't be the way that it is and we'll know that that's seating that's in his head but it will still be optimistic luke and he say but blah 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 and deliver the line that's just going to make us like be like holy crap this is this that is an amazing meetup and then that's when they'll get interrupted or somebody will walk up to it or whatever but um again i don't like to write these in my head (laughs) james is getting so pumped right now he's about to start writing a fanfic about osoka and luke meeting up My, my thing is like if if they don't do it they'll do it in a different way you know and it will be fine but that is the way that in my head makes the most sense. And anytime I try to divert from it, I go, it just seems a little strange. Like, wh- like for instance, part of this is wh- where we're we going to see Luke in a live action lightsaber duel. Maybe, but those, <laughs> those characters seem, they seem pleasant with each other. And I can't really imagine a scenario where the two of them are like, you know, like clashing oh, as sure. cool yeah. as it is, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. as, as cool Unless they as were it training could possibly or something. be. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems it just seems a little tough to believe, but um, if James Bainey was Dave Filoni, <laughs> here we go. 
Oh yeah, fire <laughs> campfire <laughs> with s'mores with uh, peanut butter cups. Yeah, yeah. I, I get I get a meeting with Filoni for a pitch on season five of Mandalorian or something, and I'm like, here it is. There's a campfire. campfire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hear me it's, out. Instead of instead of Taika with ext space, it's ext fire pit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they're like, we did that, you know, with the Ahsoka Luke meetup. And he's like, I know, and it was great, but it's bigger this time. Bigger bonfires, whatever should be pitching. Bonfire. You're like, yeah. Remember yeah. Um, Return of the Jedi? Two of those. Just doubled it. Double the size. Yeah, just make it bigger. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, but um, just to wrap up, I guess my final thought on this um, is, you know, we recently, we got that comic where it was like Kira versus Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we kind of eye rolled at it a little bit. And it wasn't until after we recorded the podcast that I saw a fan commenting on how cool of a, of a meetup that was, that it was the apprentice of Obi-Wan versus the apprentice of Darth Maul. And the, you know, the sure. symbolism of this big, uh, you know, these two people that have had this, you know, hatred or a rivalry for so long, like when that ends, what do their students do and how, you know, to see them mm-hmm. clash against each other is still pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just started making me thinking a, a lot about that legacy of characters and things that we've spent a lot of time with. And it, it's that it's that cool thing. It's like Kylo Ren versus Ray, both of them being tied to Luke Skywalker in one way or another. You know, it's just it's so interesting when you see the people who were so close with other people, and now when they meet up and what their, their what their stories are going to be. And this, I've, we've said it so many times, is probably number one, the biggest. I mean, yeah. it, it's got to be. I mean, it's yep. the son of Darth Vader looking uh, of Anakin Skywalker and the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker when he was still uh a light sided jedi you know it's it's just so big and it's, it's just, the, yeah. the two wait. worlds of animation and live action coming together me, the stories of george lucas with does, dave filoni mm-hmm. and it's everything and it's cool it, too because you're probably gonna see him wearing black and her wearing white oh yeah yeah it's just so yep. cool man well it's yeah maybe happen. Yeah, she was wearing like dark gray and Mando, but yeah. She was, but they've already shown her as this we're getting ready to lead and go into the yep. oh, at the end of Rebels. Ezra storyline yeah. at the end of Rebels with the white Gandalf, cloak and all yeah. this and the yeah. The uh does she I was allude that at once? All? Yes, Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf. <laughs> the, uh, Gandalf the Grey. Remind me, me, I haven't watched the episode in a while. Did it did Ahsoka allude at all to knowing that Anakin turned or could that be something Luke also reveals to her she makes a there is a line she says she goes like uh I've seen people fall remember she makes that really like depressing line like no, I I've mean seen come the- back him like redeem himself oh yeah I don't know about that but I just remember so, the one line where she's like I've seen the best of us fall or something like that no yeah that yeah. well yeah she obviously knows he fell yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a good point, John, is that I don't necessarily know that she is aware that he was redeemed. I don't know who would have told her that. Maybe Luke's got to. Do we not already have something? That's going to be it. What am I blanking on? I feel like Luke already has said this in the end, that in the end he, he turned back. Like, you're wrong about that. Um... Is there not something in canon where Luke is telling someone 
Oh, I don't know about that, but the Last Jedi, Ray. He has to because Ray says to him, "You brought back a Sith." She says that to him when she's talking about like. And he hey, said, "At what cost?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's but, ca- that's so. Then that's kind of the broader understanding of the that, legend. But mm-hmm. wouldn't that make sense that to maybe that's the f- like the end of their conversation is like she says like yeah, but your f- look what happened to your father, and he's like, you know, he and he tells her. The exact thing that happened he at the end back, of Return yeah. of the Jedi, or whatever, and the, and that's the line is that you know, uh, he he's no one's ever really like, gone. <laughs> oh, jeez, you're, you're yeah, but but that's not true, or or you're wrong. In the end, he he was he returned. The Jedi came back, and I will keep that hope alive for as long as I live, or something like that. And that yeah. just I just can't imagine somebody walking up at that moment, you know, so that the I, only I feel thing like you're going to have to really soak in Ahsoka's reaction to that. The, right. I, I know we're up on time here, but the only thing that will need some sort of answer for me is then why wouldn't Anakin had of any time ever visited Ahsoka as a force ghost, you know? So, I don't know. but well, they already have Hayden Christensen on there the payroll. Go. Just shoot yeah. some extra scenes. Oh my God. <laughs> That Looks just like Jarmba's like, yep, Ahsoka, there you go. And then it clicks what I was alluding to. And he just walks around the side of a tree. He's like, hello. Yeah. Now, that would be nuts you... if you had Hayden talking to Ahsoka. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God almighty. We have to stop. We have to continue this later. That's insane, <laughs> but yeah, every, James. That's everybody insane. thinks. Everybody thinks this is the episode where these two characters make, and it's gonna be nuts. And then oh, little gosh. do they know, little do they know that it, they're, she's gonna be like, "But he fell, you know. I know." And then and he'd that's be like, the, "That well, was the actually, dark. The dark always takes over." Yeah, and he exactly. goes, "That's not true. I'll let him say myself." Oh, and then gee. he like walks behind the tree, <laughs> like Luke's just like. Dad? Like Luke has consistently been in communion with his father after oh, this point. Oh my god! Wow. All right, we're nuts. We're off the rails. Yeah, I'm like, we're dreaming. Yeah, you know, like Carrie Fisher and her role in Awesome Powers are just like, we have to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let us know what you think in the comments. Obviously, we did a lot of uh, t- uh, tail end uh, fun tinfoils hat speculating there, but uh, it, <laughs> just knowing that this is probably going to happen. More importantly, let us know what you think, and uh, obviously share the episode with your friends. Quote tweet it. If you're on Twitter with your thoughts, uh, hit us up in the comments on YouTube and all that stuff. Uh, engage with us. Let us know what, uh, if there's anything, any points that uh, we missed that you want to bring up. So thank you all for uh, for hopefully enjoying that uh, discussion. But now we're going to send it to, uh, for our final segment of the D to Lacey Gillerin. All right, guys, it's time for Resistance Transmissions. <laughs> so... Here on TRB, we like to do resistance transmissions, and it's a segment where John will put up a crazy, wacky situation on Twitter, and you guys give your answers via our account at RBATSWNN, so make sure to follow us there and look out for it. And then I read them here, and we have a good laugh usually. All right. So the scenario is, as if Mace Windu's death was not enough, Palpatine was saddled or has saddled Windu's next of kin, his brother Tom Windu, with the bill to replace the glass window they shattered in their duel. What does the letter from the office of Chief Palpatine say to Tom Windu? Why Tom? <laughs> it's just a very earthy name. Okay. Bob Windu. <laughs> like, like when people say, people say like, you know, uh, 
you know, Darth Vader's brother, Steve Vader, or, you know, Joe, just, just yeah. make it. Oh, yeah. Fred Claus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. First up is Mello at a Grey Jedi. Hey, Mello. Mello said, Mello. Uh, it's an email. So it says, from Office of the Emperor to Tom Windu, CEO. Uh, we are trying to reach you because the extended warranty we purchased for the Windu Windows company <laughs> is denying our claim apparently it does not cover maces please Ooh. advise respectfully sheev palpatine respectfully <laughs> <laughs> next is mark it's a kind of vacants hey mark he said we regret to we regret to inform you mace windu fell for to his doom during his attempt on the life of newly and legally appointed emperor palpatine we know this is sad news for you but remember after the rain comes a rainbow <laughs> and at the end of the rainbow is a bill for forty five thousand dollars due friday oh my god wow next is kyle b at luke's green saber hey kyle kyle said tom the attack on my life has not only left me scarred and deformed but also without a window I have unlimited power, but even Sheevy Babes doesn't have unlimited credits. Before you throw your credits out the window, lol, on a memorial for a murderer, send them to me. Do it. <laughs> wow, a lot of Easter eggs in that one, Kyle. Good job. <laughs> well done, Kyle. Next is Blog of the Hut at Blog of the Hut. Blog, where you been, Blogger? We're yeah. blogging, probably. Blog has been been missing. Uh, dear Mister T Windu. I can't see the Coruscant skyline thanks to the tarp covering the window your brother smashed. You will pay for my lack of vision. And there's two, oh, nice. Was that two exclamation points? Uh, also, yeah. please come in person so we can match your DNA to the barbecued puddle of goop at the floor of my building. Do it. Jeez. <laughs> That's more of a Palpatine email if I ever heard one. Next is Hass Aslam at Hass Aslam or underscore Hass Aslam. Hey, Hass. He said, Tim, Tom Windu, it has been decided. Windu's windows will be invoiced <laughs> <laughs> will be invoiced for the bill to replace the pain broken by your brother as he leapt out of it to look for his arms last night. The party's <laughs> over. You have until Monday. The Emperor. I love well, the You have until Monday. I love the party's over. <laughs> That's a party. Nothing harsher than invoicing somebody on what I imagine is, that is a, a Friday. Mm. Is party's over a Samuel L. Jackson joke? I think so. Like, this party's, party's over. over yeah. 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 And last. Or, well, yeah. Mace Windu joke. Yeah. Last but not least is Neil at Lowry Neil. Hey, Neil. How's it going? He said hey, to Mr. Windu, unfortunately, it was my duty to force lightning his body or his booty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it rhymes. But my booty's saying no. <laughs> 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 okay, let me restart that. To Mr. Windu, unfortunately, it was my duty to force lightning his booty. This Jedi <laughs> failed to give me the shaft. Now you owe me a window. Do it. Do, a shaft Easter egg. The, this yeah. was a very Easter egg loaded resistance. Well done, guys. That was, real, I, that was really good. Enjoyed it. If you guys want to be a part of the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN. And back to John. All right. Yes. Thanks, everybody, for listening and watching, being a part of TRB. Make sure you do subscribe to the show on your preferred audio podcast platform. And, of course, 
on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Star Wars Newsnet videos. Uh, subscribe and get the notifications uh, with the bell. So every time we have a new video, uh, which is not just the podcast, a bunch of other videos, you'll get a notification. You can hop in and enjoy what we got going on. Um, in terms of uh, our patrons, we do have to do a special shout out to our generals and spice runners. So, um, uh, a big thank you to Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Jay Couchins, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Haz Islam, Joe Ritchie, Darth Hurricane, John Charlton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, and Val Trichkoff, and our Spice Runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C, Chris, who's next up on our Spice Run uh, this month, Kendall Gellner, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, and Micah Harrison. Thank you all for all your support and all of our patrons. Uh, you are making sure our future is secure, what we want to do here. And we can't thank you enough. Uh, yeah. If you look back at old videos of TRB from a couple of years ago and compare them to now, that's also because of your support. So thank you so much. Um, make sure you're also going to starwarsnewsnet.com every day for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey, writing and editing at starwarsnewsnet.com. And I do a nostalgic podcast on non-Star Wars stuff my buddy mike uh and that is called just like the movies on all podcast platforms uh lacy people can find me on twitter and instagram at lacy gillerin i had and someone by the way it. ask me recently if if uh it bothered me that people knew my full name that people knew who i was someone asked what? me because my handles are my full name so people were like D are you worried that people know and i'm like Nah. <laughs> yeah, why would they be worried? I don't know. But, I'm not worried about it. Come say hi. Why, yeah, I know his up. his name is Tom Cruise. Does that change anything? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Lacey, I assume since it's September, you're already beginning your planning for Halloween decorating, right? So I don't want to be lame right now, uh, but I think this year I'm skipping Halloween. Well, that's all right. You got bigger things going on. Yeah, I kind of have like a new life forming. Mm -hmm. So yeah, right. I kind of just feel like, hey, maybe this year we just don't do that. I might move right to Christmas so I don't have to do oh. Christmas decorating oh, later. Yeah. So I might be, be that psycho that puts up Christmas decorations earlier than everyone else. Just, yeah, make sure your house is completely done in <laughs> Christmas, like overdone in Christmas decorations <laughs> on Halloween. So then Perfect. I don't have to do it later because, you know, baby's coming in November and I won't You guys can do it. like the clauses, like that's your outfit for Halloween. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> and you're out there like, ho, 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 trick or treat. <laughs> you're I like do, giving candy to kids and stuff. They're like, what is going on? I do need to try the new apple crisp macchiato. I have heard fabulous things. That is the new thing this year for mm -hmm. Starbucks. So got to try it. Very interesting. Um, all right, James, uh, when you're not building fires, where can people hit you up? Um, Twitter and Instagram at Meyer Trunks and also on this channel doing book discussions with Kyle Larson. We did Tempest Runner, as I mentioned on Monday's episode, but it is out now, so you can go check yeah. it out. That's discussion. And if you didn't read the book or you're not interested in reading it, whatever, uh, there is a what happened, so you can just get the brief, like, 10-minute version of the story, the plot spoilers and all also right Tar i know target you, audience i know you pitch this as hey if you don't want to read the book 
James mm-hmm. and Kyle do such a great job at giving you all the breakdowns of everything and then the connections to all the other books and then all the other books outside of the High Republic and all the themes. So it's not just like, hey, get all this. You get all this other stuff, too, that like makes you feel really smart. So highly yeah, recommend. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like the, the kid in school who gives you the, like all the answers to the test or writes your paper for you. It's James <laughs> and Kyle. This one was a good one, too. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like they did a really good job th- with the writing process as well, as far as like the way the story wrote lined up and it bookends. Kevin Scott. Oh, OK. Nice. Yeah, he is having it, a year, uh, man. Kevin is killing it. I know, man. But yeah, it's just a uh, it's it's Lorna D, you know, and she gets revitalized, if nice. you will, in this story. So go check it out. Cool. Right on. Um, and that's it for us here. Um, we hope everyone has a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Uh, if you if uh, you're doing anything, be safe, have fun, and enjoy yeah, a long weekend. But we will still have an episode on Monday, so whether you're doing the last bastion of summer, what have you, pop us on and enjoy us, and we'll see you then right here on the Resistance Broadcast. We'll see you around, kids. Bye.